Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. You're listening to the Christmas Rapping Podcast, where each week we talk to a rapper about their favourite Christmas-based rap. Now, we've got Beats Barnsy Barnes. What is your favourite Christmas-based rap? The WX Miss rap was it's very good. Yeah, so, sorry, I really wasn't paying attention to what you were talking about. I love the way the WH Smith rap. Uh, hold on a minute. This isn't a podcast about Christmas rapping. It's the Small Screen Nineties Festive Special. discussing today on we're, day three we're discussing the bullseye christmas special it's Polly's christmas Cup, and there's your horse ebenezer screw you don't have to. You don't have to. I'll play it. I'll play it. I'll play it. Okay, you can play it. Bullseye. This this deserves the bonus points for making it Christmassy. And someone had to animate that. Someone sat there and drew it. So I'm going to give it. Three extra points. Also, uh, it's easy, isn't it, doing Christmas specials? It's easy to come out dressed as Father Christmas and host a show like that. Mm. Some would say lazy. Other people would say it's your bread and butter. But who did? I've completely forgotten the dude's name. Ah, Jim Bowen. Jim Bowen. Sorry, man, I just went all black. (laughs) Who did Jim Bowen come out dressed as? Came out as Ebenezer Scrooge. Ebenezer Scrooge. And he looked absolutely brilliant. That man had done panto. And he stayed in character the whole show. Yeah, he he didn't change. He didn't do his light, normal, upbeat entertainment. It was great. I think it was an absolute work of art. 
And uh, then he had Bob Scratchit come on. Cratchit. Bob I love Cratchit. the way you keep calling him Bob Scratch. Even Bob in Scratchit. messages about this, it come up going, he's dressed as Bob Scratchit. Like, it's just a man with eczema. Leave him be. No, it's not my fault. It's Google. He doesn't, he doesn't know the Dickens classic. Oh, I, I know a thing or two about Dickens after this week. <laughs> what? But I can't tell you because we're out of contact. I, 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 did, I did a class on Charles Dickens. Oh. Taught it. Yeah, so, so I had to find out quite a lot about Charles. The man was a legend, man. He I know, saved people. He, he put his own personal life. He saved people like on a train. There was a train crash, and he went back in to save people's lives. He opened up charities yeah, for women of the night. Legend. He, I didn't know he was that good. So a big shout out to Charlie Dick. He also saved lazy people that think, oh, we can't think of what we could do this year. Let's do Christmas Carol. Not saying that they did this. They did it all right, but if any sitcoms have thought, oh, hang on a minute, we haven't got a plot this year, let's do a Christmas Carol with, what, the, with, with maybe Curly, Carol? with maybe Curly Watts. <laughs> what? Who would Curly Watts be? He's the he's in Mrs Brown's Boys Christmas Special, and he's playing. Um, no, it's they're doing they're not doing Christmas Carol at all. They're doing the other one, the <laughs> Oliver. The, no, Miracle um, of Thirty Fourth Street. Uh, oh, the the one where the where the man. He wants he wants to kill himself and he says no actually a, oh, a life without you life. that's it <laughs> which is basically is basically Christmas Carol as well just well, showing it, you do you know there's been over 115 recorded versions of a Christmas Carol since 1975 <laughs> like and that's just like TV like adaptations of it just stick a muppet in them. It's a yeah the muppet one I think is the best well, I don't it, think possibly Scrooge it's loyal to the source material and it's funny a as Muppet. Well. Anyway. Name anything that wouldn't be better with a Muppet. Avatar. Avatar with Mu- I'd love and they're the perfect Gonzo in the Muppets would be amazing. So Bob was being played by Bob <laughs> <laughs> who was yeah. Bobby Davro. Oh. <laughs> Davro you, you you know it's a good show in the nineties when you've got Davro. Bit problematic now. But Batman, Davro, what did you think of the actual format of this show? Because it just seemed very similar to a normal episode of Bullseye, but with a bit of tinsel. Well, it was a celebrity version, wasn't it? Yeah. And uh, I think the questions were easier because they seemed to get more money than they normally do because when it got to a certain amount on the scoreboard, they didn't have enough numbers. They only had three numbers on the thing and it got up to a thousand. So they had to they had to hold up at the end to how much money they'd won. Could you imagine Bob trying to count that money out? Like, sitting there, trying to work it out. Like, he used to struggle when it was about 105 quid. Bella Remberg came on next as as uh, Bob's wife. Not in character at all. She was just being her, wasn't she? Just being her wife. It was, it was weird when that happens as well. Okay, like, celebrities really have to be up for it, don't they? Yes. To do it. Like... It's, it's not about just taking the money and run when you're doing the Bullseye Christmas special. You need to want to be in there and, like, dress up and be part of it. And she just... I didn't feel like she wanted to be there. No. But then we've come to the piece of resistance. Paul Shane being Tiny Tim. Which is made the me best, so is the, is the best comedy performance he's ever done. Ever. I... <laughs> it was so good. It, I think it was even better than in Heidi High. It was... Oh... Just, he didn't I... say anything. He just looked like he'd, he'd uh, been in a war and uh, he'd got, uh, what's it called? Whatever they <laughs> He was 
as, as someone he was who, shot to bits <laughs> he was shot to bits he was just great like Paul Shane when he's on form is a beautiful thing like it really is and it's someone who was one where I had to get rid of a member of staff who as he left the room shouted out you're nothing but a failed Ted Bovis at me uh, I've got a lot of time for Paul Shane don't laugh at that Chris you laugh too hard at that we all know there's an element of truth in it <laughs> I thought, yeah, it just makes Christmas. And and you know what? Like, he is the perfect panto star, isn't he? He is. When he came on, I didn't recognise him. Oh, my, that's Paul Shane. It was, it was absolute magic. The faces round was, oh, who's his face? And they put up Santa Claus. That's it's the, obvious. That's the easiest question I've ever had. I thought there was going to be someone underneath it. Yeah, I thought there'd be like, it couldn't, that can't be just the answer. That can't be there. Oh, who's dressed as Father Christmas? No, it, it's him. What happened to... Whatever happened to... No, no idea what that means. The nation's waiting on you. What happened to Bobby Flynn? No? I don't know. <laughs> no idea what it is. We don't know what happened to Bobby Flynn. So, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the middle of the show. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Welcome back. 
Then they had some guest uh, dart players. The only one I knew was Eric Bristow, which I think my dad played uh, darts with once. Well, that's pretty cool. I know. Sorry, it wasn't Eric Bristow. It was actually Bobby George. Back to the podcast. <laughs> darts is a weird one, isn't it? Because like you never see any young people play darts back then. Everyone looked middle-aged. Have you ever seen the Not the Nine O'Clock News sketch where it's just the darts players and it's like, right, you need to score eight to go to the next round. And it just cuts away to this guy just down in eight beers. Yes, because I remember my parents saying, this is really funny because you like Rowan Atkinson. This, this is what he did first. And that's the first sketch. And we're like, oh, I'm in. The minute I saw it's that. a good sketch. Yeah, darts players are a special breed. I think they're a lot more slim-lined now, though, aren't they? They're not... Big old units like me. Oh, yeah. Well, probably that sketch didn't help the um, image of the darts players. No, the, the darts players' image was ruined after that. Rowan Atkinson is doing a brilliant impression of a darts player commentator. Going, oh, he's had a double gin. Oh, that, that'll, that's good. That'll keep him in the game. <laughs> Love Doc the 9 o'clock news. I don't know if there's a Christmas special. Like the show started and we got up to this point, I thought, oh, let's just go back to normal. I like the pizzazz. There wasn't enough pizzazz for me. No, sometimes when they're doing these, you think, are you really just going to just do bullseye? You gonna, or are you going to do something else? Yeah, charity ones are always weird when the celebrities are winning money for charity because why do you always want to wait to the end to hear what the charity is? Like, you always want it to be something good. And, like, I think people are biased. Everyone has their own charity they support. But when you hear someone go, I'm, I'm going to give it to the local donkey sanctuary, you instantly kind of think, what an idiot. And, like, I know the donkeys need loving too, but... And they did the special prize round. A special prize! Which was all kids' toys. And those kids' toys were awful. They were so cheap. Even for back then, I thought, you've not spent a lot of money on this. There were two rocking horses in there. It wasn't the normal standard of the uh, bullseye prizes. And there was I, no... I think... I'll carry up. <clears throat> oh, there's no big reveal at the end. It didn't bring out a speedboat. Yeah, but you can't really give that to a charity, though, can you? Yeah, but I want to see Paul Shane on a speedboat. Everyone wants to see Paul Shane on a speedboat. That would have been the best spin-off of Heidi High. When the holiday park closes, he goes like, and solves murders. And like right at the end, he broke character and was like, oh, yeah, well, this is my charity for this. I was like, no, Paul. No, you should have stayed in character the whole time <laughs> as well, Tiny Tim. I had a dream about you the other week. Yes. And it really, and I woke up and it, and it really made me laugh. It was You were the host of the one show, but as Trevor Feelgood. <laughs> And it was you yes. and Gabby Logan. Gabby Logan. Yeah, interviewing David Baddiel. And it was just, how do we make that happen? <laughs> Not Gabby Roslin, but Gabby Logan, the sports commentator. Yeah, 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 Gabby Logan. Me as Trevor on the as one Trevor. show. Well, and that like, wouldn't happen, would it? Even Al Murray does it as a, himself, doesn't he, as the public? <laughs> I, I was there in the audience, and I was like, how'd you get this gig, Trevor? And he said, oh, there's been an admin error. Which, which, <laughs> that's some error. It just feels like the plot of Alan Partridge's this time, that um, I've just came in to um, <laughs> cover someone while someone's ill. I was very tired, like, and, and I'd had a lot of energy drink. <laughs> yeah, but today he hasn't. And it was that kind of thing of going, like, obviously a lot going around in my head. But, yeah, no, you were good, man. You were good. Like, I don't know if you got the job again, but well done. Are you, are you doing Edinburgh? I don't know yet. Go on. <laughs> Do I regret it? Go on. What, you'll regret doing it? I've or got nothing not to it? say. I've got nothing new to say about the world. 
Yeah, and like, I'll be honest, we come from a different ilk. When mm. have either of us done comedy for the pure reason, what have I got to say? They Make know, them but, laugh, boy! But they need to know my views on this trust. No, they don't. That's what you do in the one show. <laughs> I'm not doing the one It was a dream that you had of me. It was. It was a dream. It would have been the greatest thing that could ever happen. Why was I interviewing David Baddiel? He had a singular. What happened is he had a falling out with Frank Skinner, where him and the other the guy from the Lightning Sea did a World Cup release. Uh, Baddiel said he he thought they were milking it, so he went on and did his own album based on football. Yeah, they've always milked it. Yeah, well, they did it with uh, Three Lions '98. Yes, <laughs> the re-release, which I think's a better song, but now's not the time for that. Oh, bullseye. Bullseye. What what do you want to give it? Uh, six. Six. And we've got to add the bonus three. So it gets nine. 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 Let you log it in. So that is the end of day three. So we'll see you back for day four. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye-bye. I hope you... Oh, I hope you get a lovely surprise in your real advent calendar. Ho, ho, ho. Bye, Father Christmas. (laughs) 